Hello, welcome to the Magic Woods Podcast. This episode is called Life Water Crossroads. The very next day they came to a crossroads. The straightway, heading north, ended at the shores of a wide lake dotted with many islands. Another branch of the road headed west and the other branch headed east. And Bunny said, Well, which way should we go now? We can't keep going north unless we want to swim. Kitty said, I don't want to swim. Bunny said, so should we go east or west? Whisker said, east. At the same time, Pinky said, west. Mm, Pinky narrowed her eyes at him. Murr said, well, maybe we could split up. I saw a map that seemed to show that the east and west roads connect again on the other side of the lake. Kitty said, that's a great idea. At the same time, Bunny said, that's a bad idea. Kitty nodded and said, Okay, you know what? I'll do whatever the group wants. Hmm? Everyone looked at each other, surprised. Doggy said, Well, we don't have to decide right now, do we, Ruffy? I mean, maybe we could camp here for a couple of days while we decide which way to go. The others agreed. They searched for a good place to build a shelter and came upon a bubbling spring. Bunny said, Ooh, that must be the life water spring. Credic told me all about it. Kitty said, Credic? Who the heck is Credic? Bunny said, The hobgoblin leader. Oh, right, Meowmy, sorry. Well, Credic told me that the life water spring contains healing waters. It not only heals any hurt, but it can make you younger as well. Kitty said, Whoa! Bunny said, No, but it comes at a price. If you gain extra life, you pay for it on the other end and die earlier than you would have otherwise. And many who drink from the spring take too many years off their lives and end up as babies, or worse, as nothing at all. Kitty said, yeah, but surely a sip would be okay. She liked the idea of regaining some of her youthful vigor. Bunny said, it's not worth the risk. To everyone's surprise, Kitty agreed with her. Okay, Miami, let's just go make our camp someplace else. So they made their camp a little ways away from the spring in a cozy little glade. And then Kitty, Doggy, Murr, and Whisker went off to gather food while Bunny and Pinky started building a shelter. Chippy stayed with them, sniffing around the campsite for bugs to chase. After the others had left, Pinky said to Bunny, mm, Kitty seems to be in an agreeable mood today. Bunny said, yeah, she does. Pinky said, um, do you think maybe an evil double has replaced her like that other time you told me about? Bunny said, no, no. I think she just had a good talk with Doggy. I think she might really be trying to turn over a new leaf. And then a few minutes later, Whisker came scrambling up to them. <laughs> he had a cut on his back and his tail was bent and bruised. We got attacked! Bunny and Pinky said, What? A bunch of scorpions and millipedes just came out of nowhere and attacked us, and they took Kitty and Doggy prisoner. Bunny said, no. Whisker started to cry, and Murr is even more wounded than me. Pinky, Bunny, and Chippy rushed with Whisker to the crossroads where the attack had occurred. There lay Murr, barely breathing, a nasty gash across her stomach. Bunny knelt at Murr's side and said, Murr, Murr, can you hear me? Mer mumbled something, her eyelids fluttering. Bunny looked up at Whisker. Which way did they go? 
I, I'm sorry, I didn't really see. They knocked me and Murr down, and then they just seemed to disappear. <sighs> Bunny and Chippy searched for tracks while Pinky tended to Murr's wounds. Whisker said, I'm sorry, we couldn't save them. We tried. Pinky said, it's not your fault. I'm sure you did the best you could. Bunny and Chippy returned to the group. Bunny said, I can't tell which way they went, east or west. So me and Chippy will head down the western road, and as soon as Murr and Whisker are better, you all can search down the eastern road, and we'll all meet up on the other side of the lake. Pinky nodded, but she was afraid. Okay. Bunny touched her shoulder. You can do this, she said. And then she and Chippy rushed down the western road to search for their friends. Whisker stumbled. Ugh. Pinky noticed that he was seriously injured, even if his wounds were not as serious as Murr's. Come on, she said. Help me carry Murr back to the camp and I'll take care of you both. It took a long time, but they finally managed to carry Murr back to their half-completed lean-to. Then Whisker collapsed, ugh, and Pinky busied herself taking care of them. Over the next few days, Whisker got steadily better, but Murr just seemed to get worse and worse. Pinky said, I don't understand it. Her cut is healing and it doesn't even look infected, but she still has a fever and she hasn't even woken up once. Whisker said, maybe something else happened to her. He examined Murr's body and at last found a small red welt on her left hind leg. Oh no, I think that might be a scorpion sting. She might have been poisoned. Pinky said, oh no, how do we heal that? There's no hospitals anywhere in this world. Whisker said, maybe we should use a little bit of life water. No, said Pinky, it's too dangerous. But as the days passed and Murr got worse and worse, they realized they had no choice. If they didn't do something, Murr would die. So carefully, Whisker scooped some life water into Doggy's discarded canteen that he had left behind. And then they dripped a single drop of the liquid into Murr's mouth. They watched anxiously, but nothing seemed to change. Murr was still feverish and unconscious. Pinky said, try one more drop. Okay. Whisker tilted the canteen, but he accidentally spilled several drops into Murr's mouth. Whoops! Pinky said, oh no. Well, at first there was no change, but then Murr began to grow younger before their eyes. Pinky said, oh no, 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 no. And before long, Murr began to shrink like she was turning into a baby. Whisker said, I don't get it. She was never a baby. How is this even happening? Pinky said, who cares? Let's just hope she doesn't keep shrinking until she disappears. At last, the shrinking stopped. Murr was a cute young pika with shiny fur and street whiskers. She opened her eyes, looked at Whisker and Pinky and said, Hi there, Mommy and Daddy. Pinky said, Oh, don't you remember who we are? No, but you're probably my parents, right? So I guess that means I'm a half pig and a half rat. Whisker said, no, you're a pika. And Murr said, oh, is that what a half pig and a half rat's called? Cool. Pinky said, well, do you remember your name at least? No. Mm, let me guess. I'm probably Gertrude, right? Or Wanda? Or Hovina? No, your name is Murr. 
Mer. Mer made a face and stuck out her tongue. Ugh. You gave me a dumb name, Mommy and Daddy. Whisker said, Ugh, We're not your Mommy and Daddy. <gasps> Mer said, Then that means you're kidnappers. Ah! She ran down the road yelling, Help, help, I've been kidnapped. Tell my real parents, help! Whisker and Pinky looked at each other, dumbstruck. Pinky said, This is all your fault, you know. Whisker said, It was an accident. Pinky said, Come on, we better go find our baby. And so they headed down the eastern branch of the road, following Mer's shouts of, Help, help, this kidnapper's chasing me, help! Well, that's the end of the story, Lifewater Crossroads. The next story is called The Weather Owl. Goodbye.